This episode of Let's Think On It comes from an excerpt from O Brother Radio with Will Lockamy, Reed Lockamy, and Dr. Mark Westfall. Um, all right, Dr. Mark, uh, we have another guest joining us now, to Greg Snodgrass from the University of Alabama, and really want to talk about college and addiction. And I want to bring up that we talked about heroin a lot. Um, there was a situation that happened, and I won't give any specifics at all, uh, but where I was aware of a situation not too long ago where there was someone who looked to be a sorority girl, right? I mean, I'm, I'm generalizing, but this was not a drug addict looking person at all um, who had a heroin overdose, and you know, I was just made aware of the situation, uh, and it kind of took me back. You know, I've, I've been to some of these meetings. I told you the community will invite me out and in hopes that I'll talk about the stuff on the radio. And mostly they're talking about heroin in the, uh, over the mountain communities and Vestavia, Homewood, Hoover, Mountain Brook. Um, and this was the first time though I had seen it, like seen a picture of, oh my gosh, that looks like a college kid, a girl that's in a sorority holding a pipe, you know, and, yeah. and had just had an, a, a heroin overdose. It, it just kind of completely blew my mind. So I'm glad Greg's here to talk about this because this is not the the normal people that you would think not what of. you picture yeah no. no and you know doug just gave his i mean that's when he came across you know, that's right 18 yeah. years yeah. old yeah. so yeah so uh greg i'm gonna let you kind of introduce yourself but greg's with the collegiate recovery center in, at university so tell us what you guys what that is what is the collegiate recovery center so the collegiate recovery center is a place where we've got students um that are in recovery, long-term recovery. Yeah. And what that means, I, I, so I'm a person in long-term recovery as well. Everything um, that we just heard on this last segment, um, I can relate to. Yeah. Uh, what, at, when you hit that year mark, um, that is, a, uh, there's a, a Dr. Uh, Mark Westfall can go into it a little bit more, that there's a significant drop in, um, what is it, there's a decrease in, um, when you hit a year clean and What's sober. What's your year clean? Um, there's my understanding. Relapse rates go way down. Okay. Uh, yeah. I mean, it, it's a, um, you know, again, the brain chemistry is changing and right. your habits are changing. So what you're saying is people come to you after they've been clean for a year to enter your program, right? So they've yes. already gone to oh, a treatment program somewhere okay. else. They've been to a treatment program. And so we Whether set that foundry year. Whether or the, the, Exactly. Does Alabama have a treatment program, or the colleges in general have treatment programs sometimes on campus, and then they'll come to a collegiate recovery? More, uh, the like for example, like a um, a Bradford or a Cumberland Heights. Okay, right. so they'll okay. go somewhere they for treatment. They would go somewhere for treatment. And then they're coming to you saying, hey, I want to come back to college. Is this, like, do they come to you in order to get back into college, or is it just something that's available for people that are in college? Sure, so... Uh, let me share a typical and what I was trying to say before is that we set this mark it's one year clean and sober to get right. into our program and the reason we did that is because it's given you um, one year to get your life back together and you got um, to show you're kind of stable and to, absolutely yeah. but uh, in, in, during that time it's given your cha- your brain a chance to repair itself and and you to get back instead yeah. of um, you know we talk about this left turn right turn thing your left turn you're going to the dealer left turn you're going to the bar left turn you're going you know, we need to get you start going to that right turn. And, and so um, the more you're going to recovery meetings, the more you're going to the collegiate recovery community, you're hanging out with a fellowship, you have a higher power of your understanding, you're going to your sponsor's house, yeah. you keep on taking that right turn. And you may be thinking, today I'm going to the bar, but uh, you take that right turn 
uh, because you've been doing it. Right. You've been doing it you for a year straight. Yeah. And so that's kind of like it's training yourself. You're retraining yourself again to um, be in recovery because I believe and, you know, there's so many that I am wired um, to want to do drugs and alcohol. Yeah. Like when from the first time, I love what what was said on this last segment. When I took put drugs and alcohol in my body for the first time, I felt at home. Right. I mean, that was it. It was over. I wanted that feeling for the rest of my life. Um, and so, our students, every single one of our students, when they walk into our building, it's a safe. It's that safe place where, bam, we've got that connection. That um, like I know who you are. I know what right. you've been through. I know, uh, I know what you're about. I know what your mom and dad and your family, like your brothers and sisters, didn't want you near them. Like I know all of that. Like we just we have this. It's a special connection on our campus um, that that people in recovery have, and and you have to have that. And it's a safe network. It's not, um, you know, if if you're even considering using. This isn't the place for you. This is someone that we have consciously decided to live our life clean and sober, abstinent from drugs and alcohol. Yeah. And we're um, this is just kind of a it's a big thing right now. Uh, Ten years ago, there were three campuses in the United States that had this. There are now 150. Wow! It's um, there's about how long have y'all had it? So we opened our doors. Uh, I was hired May fifteenth, two thousand twelve. So y'all were one of the early, first ones. We right? were the first one. Kind of like the, from my understanding, you're like one of the leaders in the SEC trying to help other colleges understand you know this is what collegiate recovery can be about is that accurate yeah that is accurate yeah I, I'm just, I get so excited about this because uh, I went to Texas Tech um, I was six months sober they accepted me six months sober I must have written and whatever I wrote to them for my application they still had a year mark as well yeah. they accepted me and um, I got a phone call one day after I had been there for seven years uh, from the at, University okay, so of Alabama. Texas Tech for seven years. I stayed at Texas. Yeah, sorry, okay. I, I, I jump around. That's okay. I was at Texas Tech for seven years. I, I got my undergrad, and then I got my master's in social work. Um, and, now, when yeah. you say you were accepted into the program, or when someone's accepted into your program at the university, mm-hmm. like, um, so what does what are what's open to them at that point? What are they doing in your program that wouldn't have been available had they not been accepted? So, um, treatment. Do you have group meetings or sure. it, you know, uh, that kind of stuff? Absolutely. We have yeah. something called seminar that you have to go to once a week. We have our own building on campus. Um, and so you have actually uh, – everyone has a at card if you yeah. go to the University of Alabama. Well, depending on your length of clean or recovery time, you've got certain hours access to the building. So you either have zero access, um, <laughs> and that's usually your first semester sure. because we want to get to know who you are. Um, even though you've passed the application, we want to really know. Uh, we want our students to evaluate you. And then um, after that, and you're going to class, but you're going to class. You're a regular student. Um, and uh, y- so you've got um, either, I think we've got, uh, you get 10 to 4. Zero, or there's zero access, 10 to 4, mm-hmm. or 7 to midnight, um, 7 or seven or 6 a.m. to and midnight. And this is a recovery, this is a building <laughs> Specifically for people in recovery. That's correct. They, that's yeah. the only people that can. That is. The, and what's what is in the building? Why would they want to go there? I'm going to guess ping pong tables. <laughs> that is <laughs> at the net. We were opening up the new building soon. Uh, we had just been given. We're jumping from uh, 1,500 square feet to 15,000. Oh, that's wow. a big jump! Um, or, wow. Or it was yeah. a 12. I'm sorry, 1,200 to 12,000. Yeah, either way, yeah. One of the two. It's, it's um, we, we've. Uh, 
um, there so there will what, be a what ping do you pong. Yeah, what, what is there? So it's it's really it, honestly. It, so we've got um, we've got uh, two you know two TVs. Um, the 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 common things I see that people come up there is the refrigerator and the uh, coffee maker and the printer. It's all those are not it's coffee. it's more yeah. about it's the not so much more it's than about that. the community. I was say, there's, it's the there's fellowship. There. Those are the things. Right. You're uh, I mean, Doctor Westfall, you're so right, and that's all it is. I mean, if we just had this office, right? Um, I'm going to tell you, we had some we had um, an office that was half this size here. And we would line up outside the door at Texas Tech all the way down the hallway just because that was our place where we know there were just people just out. like us. Yeah. It, it, um, I like to always use that cancer analogy. Like, for example, if, I, if, if, if this was a center for people that had cancer and their families could show up, like we all know what it felt like to go through chemo or what it feels like right. to lose right. a family member or to lose um, your hair. I mean, this is the place so that we can connectivity. all— connectivity. It's, it's, yeah. yeah, it's that— Human. So how, many, how many students do you have roughly in the collegiate recovery program? We started with two. We now have 39. Okay. Um, we had two. And what that means is 39 full-time students that are um, actively trying to finish their their degree, whether it's undergraduate, master's, or Ph.D. program. And, and so to seek you out, is this – I'm just trying to clarify. So is, if someone wants to – do they do these students have to be in this collegiate recovery program in order to attend college, or this, they're separate? I mean, they can attend college and say, "Hey, I want to be a part of this too." So, yes, they can be at the University of Alabama without being in our program. Okay. However, the majority of the people that I know on our campus uh, have decided to be a part of our program. But they're yeah. not there on probation, like, "Hey, yeah, you can go to school a, here, but you got to yeah. be in this program." It's not like that. Okay. That is okay. Yeah, Correct. Uh, and I want to talk when we come back about the numbers. Uh, you know, you just said you jumped from two to thirty-nine. I want to talk about that a little bit, and just in general, if you're what you're seeing with numbers and usage on the campus and stuff like yeah. that. To listen to Dr. Mark Westfall live, check out O Brother Radio on Birmingham Mountain Radio, one hundred seven point three FM in Birmingham, ninety-seven point five in Tuscaloosa, at bhammountainradio.com, or on the free BMR app. Join in with your questions and comments on Twitter at Lockamy Brothers. 